holy hell, it's 2024 already? That's crazy. You know what else is going to be crazy? UFOs this year. 2024 is all set up to be an absolutely wild year for the topic of UFOs. Is it UFO or UAP? The government's confusing me. The experts make it complicated. Lack of answers has me jaded. UFO, I don't know. UAP, yeah, I guess so. Searching for answers where to begin. Round and round in circles again. Thunderstruck by mass confusion. Is it fact or fiction? Convolution. Hello, citizens, and welcome to UFO UAP WTF. I'm your host, Jason McClellan, and together we'll be exploring the fascinating, enigmatic, and frustrating subject of UFOs. We've made it to 2024. Last year was a weird and wild ride for UFO fans, and that shouldn't surprise anybody because that's largely true every year. Each year is filled with UFO headlines, incredible claims, emerging personalities, lots of hype and expectations, and entirely too much drama that unnecessarily complicates and clouds meaningful UFO research. We can expect lots more of that this year. Today, for our first episode of UFO UAP WTF of 2024, I thought I'd simply share some of my personal thoughts on where we are with UFOs, what progress has been made, and what we can expect to see this year related to the UFO topic. But first, let's see what's been in the news. Some members of the House Oversight Committee received a classified briefing on Friday, January 12th from the Office of the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community. The briefing came after a group of Oversight Committee members led by Representative Tim Burkett sent a letter to Thomas Monheim, the Intelligence Community Inspector General, back in August of 2023, seeking more details about UFOs and any reverse engineering or crash retrieval programs. This request was prompted by testimony that was provided to Congress a month before by former intelligence official David Grush, who alleged that, during the course of his duties, people informed him of the existence of such programs and that the U.S. has in its possession craft and non-human bodies. Because the briefing was classified, we don't know what was revealed. But some committee members shared limited thoughts with the press and social media when they emerged from the briefing. Some expressed frustration at the lack of answers to specific questions. Others held the opinion that the briefing bolstered support for Grush's claims. Which claims, we don't know. He's made many, and only a few of those have actually been explored by the ICIG. We'll have to wait to see where Congress decides to take its lingering investigation into all of this, but so far, they haven't moved with any urgency, and they're still waiting to hear directly from David Grush in a classified setting. New legislation was recently introduced that would enable commercial pilots and other airline employees to report UFO sightings to the Federal Aviation Administration. The bill known as the Safe Aerospace for Americans Act was introduced in the United States House of Representatives on Thursday, January 11th, and is sponsored by Representative Robert Garcia of California and Representative Glenn Grothman of Wisconsin. According to USA Today, this bill would, quote, create a reporting mechanism for civilian pilots who claim to see UFOs, end quote. The proposed legislation includes lots of the same language we've seen in similar UFO-related legislation in recent years, 
like, quote, develop procedures to synchronize and standardize the collection, reporting, and analysis of incidents, end quote. But let's briefly look at some of the other proposed requirements. Quote, develop processes and procedures to ensure that such incidents are reported and stored in an appropriate manner that allows for the integration of analysis of such information, establish procedures to provide employees of the Federal Aviation Administration the ability for a timely and consistent reporting of such incidents that could reasonably be considered an unidentified anomalous phenomena, end quote. And finally, something I see as being a big step in the right direction to provide something that has been lacking with regards to FAA UFO incidents, quote, develop processes and procedures to ensure the timely investigations of such events, including immediate archiving information or data, including pilot controller communications, as well as air traffic management system and radar data that could be used to aid in such investigations, end quote. We pointed out on previous episodes of this show that the FAA and U.S. airspace safety in general are sometimes painted in an inaccurate light related to the UFO topic, creating this illusion that the FAA and other agencies close their eyes and pretend that UFOs don't exist and that pilots are left with nowhere to turn if they see something in the sky that shouldn't be there. That's not entirely true. The FAA takes UFOs very seriously. They facilitate scrambling fighter jets to intercept UFOs. And the U.S. has several other agencies responsible for air safety, which includes investigating UFO incidents and near misses. But the FAA has demonstrated during multiple UFO incidents that they don't really have cohesive processes and procedures for dealing with UFO reports. And it's repeatedly been criticized for its lack of maintaining radar and other data related to these incidents. So this proposed legislation could improve the investigative process. This legislation also aims to prevent pilots and others from being retaliated against for reporting UFO events. Something that's routinely repeated in UFO discourse is this claim that pilots don't report UFO sightings because they're worried they'll lose their jobs. Pilots see UFOs all the time. It's very common. And yes, pilots regularly report UFOs too. Like most of the stigma related to the topic of UFOs, this is largely what I refer to as quote-unquote perceived stigma. It's a fear of the possibility of being ridiculed or the assumption that ridicule will follow the fear or assumption that they'll be humiliated or become the butt of jokes. Nobody wants others to think less of them. This is the normal human reaction. But again, pilots see UFOs all the time. The large majority of commercial pilot UFO sightings are observed by multiple witnesses. These pilots aren't calling towers and saying, holy shit, there's an alien spaceship trying to attack us. They're simply reporting an unidentifiable object in their airspace when nothing else is supposed to be there. Communicating these incidents isn't only beneficial for the safety of the reporting pilot and their aircraft, but also to every other plane in the sky and potentially anybody on the ground below. So as we've seen with military pilots, the biggest issue is much more a personnel issue than an absence of processes and procedures or a lack of taking the issue seriously. It's humans who are more concerned about dealing with some laughter from peers than they are with air safety. But it's undeniable that there are significant domain awareness gaps that need to be addressed. Better communication is needed and steps to make it clear to pilots that they not only should, but that they must report incidents. And this proposed legislation could be a step in the right direction. We'll continue to follow this bill to see where it goes. A new three-part UFO special debuted on the streaming platform Tubi on January 9th. As its name indicates... TMZ Presents UFO Revolution is a miniseries created by the Fox Corporation's tabloid news organization TMZ. 
This presents more like a biopic showcasing filmmaker Jeremy Corbell's journey into the UFO topic, but do check it out if you're interested in the dramatic story of the architects who have been working both behind and in front of the scenes to influence mainstream media and create all the current apparent interest in the UFO topic at the congressional level. It's been hard to miss all the government activity related to UFOs that's been taking place in recent years, from congressional interest to active government UFO programs. There's plenty happening on Capitol Hill related to this topic. Last year, you might have seen headlines about or interviews with a guy presented as a new UFO whistleblower named David Grush. As we recently mentioned, Grush is a former intelligence official and Air Force combat veteran who provided analysis as a representative of the National Reconnaissance Office to the Pentagon's now-defunct UAP task force. He's called a UFO whistleblower because he alleges that, during the course of his duties, he spoke with people who claim to have worked on deeply covert government programs that are in possession of both intact and partially intact craft from non-human origin. He's also made lots of statements about recovered non-human biologics, people being killed by the government to cover up UFO information, and all sorts of other allegations. He testified before the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability during the summer. Although his testimony was given under oath, he provided Congress with far fewer details than he had provided during TV interviews, and when he was pressed by members of Congress for details, he deflected those questions by suggesting that those members of Congress should watch his TV interviews. He also repeatedly offered to provide additional details in a classified setting. Now, I don't know if he was being disingenuous, deceptive, or if he was just confused, but ultimately he offered something that wasn't a possibility. At the time he presented this option to members of Congress, Grush no longer had the necessary security clearance to divulge his alleged secrets. And, as mentioned previously, to this day, Congress members are still waiting to hear more from Grush. This will certainly be one of the recurring headline makers again this year, as Grush continues making media and public appearances. Before the recent briefing from the Office of Inspector General of the Intelligence Community took place, my initial assumption was that we might get a few more nuggets related to this story from members of the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability following the briefing, but because the briefing was classified, I didn't expect any major revelations. Based on what we've seen demonstrated time and time again, I assume the biggest result would likely be committee members providing statements to the press about their frustration at the lack of clarity, answers, and resolutions, and those statements would probably include a few slanderous accusations about a government cover-up, government waste, and resistance to transparency. And despite having learned nothing new and having still received no evidence to support Grush's claims, I suspected that his biggest fans would interpret the briefing and the statements provided by committee members as support or confirmation of Grush's claims. That's mostly what happened. But again, some members did indicate that the information they received supports the claims. Which claims? And how were they supported? We don't know. But this just adds to the saga And it's why we can safely say that we can expect many more Grush-related headlines this year. I'm personally not all that interested in the David Grush saga. I know that might seem surprising, given his credentials, his sworn congressional testimony, various claims that lots of high-ranking government and military personnel vouch for and support his claims, etc. But here's the thing. Lots of people have made the same claims as Grush. Lots. Basically, for as long as UFOs have been in pop culture, similar claims, and even far grander claims, have been made by countless people, 
and many who rank far higher in the government and or military than Grush. Yet, every time this happens, no evidence emerges to support the claims. Like Grush, many of these folks hype up a dark conspiracy angle, and they try to bolster the believability of their claims by asserting harassment, or worse, violent threats against them and their families. Yet, despite these claims, they're happy to parade around to public events, make media appearances, write books, start or join UFO-related groups, and so on. As disappointing as it is, people like this have become a trope in the UFO world. Do I think David Grush is full of shit? Mmm, it's always hard to tell. I honestly don't think so. I suspect, like so many others, that he genuinely believes what others have told him, and he completely ate it up when unnamed people showed him suggestive, mysterious photos and or videos, documents, etc. This, too, is extremely common in the UFO world. We're seeing so much of this right now within the government. Politicians being vocal about all the shocking UFO information they have learned, but then we find out that the shocking info they're referring to is just good old UFO lore that's always been there. They read it in a UFO book, or they went to a UFO conference, or they have a friend in the UFO community who quote-unquote briefed them on the topic, or worse, they just adopted the very common mindset of people who are dead set on a specific narrative. They reject anything that is counter to that narrative, and they create their own reality by selectively listening and reading between the lines to convince themselves that their desired narrative is valid. We'll see what happens with this story. Some interesting bits may emerge, but I'm not holding my breath. And frankly, I'm just not all that interested in this story or in much of what's going on within U.S. government with UFOs right now. I'm insane, right? I certainly would understand that reaction. But here's the thing. Almost everything happening right now within the government related to UFOs, at least the big, sexy, headline-making stuff, is kind of pointless. The U.S. government demonstrates time and time again that it doesn't really know that much about UFOs. They continue to reinvent the wheel when it comes to UFO projects, forgetting the decades of research they've already done related to this topic. What about all the super hyped up UFO legislation? That's got to be a good thing, right? Eh, sure, there's potential for some benefit down the road from that, but not much, at least as far as we in the general public are concerned. But think about this. The government established a UFO group called the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office because it was legislatively mandated when the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2022 was signed into law. That group worked to improve interagency and interdepartment information sharing related to UFOs. They investigated sightings that occurred over military training ranges, and they provided both classified and unclassified reports to Congress. Yet, this office repeatedly delivered the message that, after their investigation, no credible evidence supports the idea that any of the UFOs they studied represent anything otherworldly, non-human, or outside our understanding of physics. Obviously, this isn't the answer that hardcore believers want to hear. But that's the answer the U.S. government has given repeatedly for decades. People wanting a different answer keep pushing for new, different answers and more legislation, government projects, etc., in hopes that, eventually, they'll hear what they want to hear. Again, more selective listening and opinion shopping. That works just fine if you aren't interested in the truth and you're just looking to have your established beliefs supported. But it's this type of thinking that ultimately fuels the stigma around the UFO topic. It reinforces the notion that all of us UFO people are nuts who have tossed logic out the window, who don't really understand how science works, and we're just an irrational group of people desperate for answers as long as those answers support our beliefs. 
Additionally, it presents the UFO crowd as being very confused and contradictory, which, unfortunately, is often the case. Again, I don't give too much of my energy or interest to current government UFO activity. I'm sure I'll talk about this in more detail this year, but yeah, it's a hot mess. And ultimately, like I said, I don't really think the government knows that much about UFOs at all. And because of how government information works and the national security considerations that exist when dealing with government UFO reports, videos, photos, etc., there's nothing much that can come from the government that will provide UFO answers, aside from the already established understanding that almost all UFO sightings are mundane objects. Certainly not all, but most. And as I love repeating as often as I can, there really aren't any grand UFO answers out there for the government, UFO insiders, UFO whistleblowers, or UFO personalities to give you, me, or anybody else. That's because all UFOs are different. There isn't some unified UFO phenomenon. Each and every UFO incident has to be independently analyzed. This one could be a bug. That one could be a conventional plane that appears bizarre because of the atmospheric conditions at the time. This one could be an alien visitor. And that one could be time-traveling humans. In the recent TMZ UFO miniseries we talked about earlier, my buddy Jeremy Corbell repeatedly states that when we talk about the UFO reality, we aren't talking about those UFOs that could be birds, balloons, weather phenomena, etc. But an honest discussion about UFOs can't take place without mentioning those. I repeatedly stress that public education on this topic is vital, and part of that education is clarifying that most UFOs are those things. Hiding or brushing that fact to the side is deceptive and presents an inaccurate picture of UFOs. And it hardly aligns with calls for honesty and transparency. A UFO is a UFO because the person who observes it doesn't recognize it. It's outside anything they've experienced before. They can't rationalize it. Human perception is primarily what makes something a UFO. And 90 to 95% of UFO sightings don't wind up being mundane objects like planes, satellites, and balloons because people are stupid. Not at all. These people, myself included, genuinely believe these conventional objects were anomalous when they reported them. I wholeheartedly agree that the UFOs we're all interested in and perhaps concerned about are obviously the truly anomalous UFOs, and those are the ones we want to study more. But they're extremely rare. When we hype every UFO, push a narrative, and fail to accurately represent the reality of UFOs, we're just creating unrealistic expectations and adding to the already endless sea of clutter that muddies the waters of UFO research. The point is, all UFOs are different. So it's extremely frustrating that a common fixture in the UFO community are people professing to possess UFO secrets, promoting grand UFO conspiracies, and presenting tried-and-true UFO lore as established fact. Although it goes against human nature, every year I hope that curious UFO researchers will move away from UFO celebrity and hero worship and instead realize that UFO research is an individual pursuit. We all believe different things. We all research UFOs for different reasons. And we all have to determine for ourselves which information we find compelling, which people we find credible, and how, if at all, information and people affect our personal beliefs. But yeah, that'll never happen. 
especially with a topic like UFOs, people are hungry for answers, and they quickly follow and feed on every word said by anybody who says the things they want to hear. And sadly, there's no shortage of slimy, unethical people eager to feed the desire. There's plenty of hero worship that happens in the UFO world, from notable UFO researchers or filmmakers to any politician or celebrity who says the things people hungry for answers want to hear. But these people are still human, and humans can be pretty awful. I'm part of the UFO community, and I have many friends and colleagues in this field. And like any community, there are good people and bad people. Yes, there are countless individuals who are simply enjoying having discovered a niche market they can exploit for money and public spotlight. But there are also plenty of random people who unexpectedly found themselves as some sort of authority because they obsessively post UFO content on social media and an audience of hungry fans now look to them as the holder of secrets and UFO knowledge. Then there are even legendary UFO researchers who are viewed by many as heroes. But the people who idolize them and view everything out of their mouths as fact are unaware that these same people are actually pretty awful people. I'll admit, I vomited in my mouth a little in recent weeks because I saw a lot of gushing on social media for a particular big name in the UFO world, hailing him as the absolute greatest. But few people realize that the same individual regularly cheated on his wife at UFO conferences, and he disparages the very crowd he caters to and relies on for his income, ripping on UFO believers behind the curtain before taking the stage at UFO conferences, where people have paid hundreds of dollars to hear him speak. Again, sadly, this isn't uncommon. Man, this episode has been a downer. UFOs are mysterious, sexy, and exciting. But now I'm just depressed. <laughs> I don't want to keep bringing us down, so let's just wrap up this weird episode. Where are we with UFOs in 2024? I'd say we're mostly where we've always been. Although it might seem like UFOs are on fire right now, and they're more popular than ever, UFOs have always been a staple of pop culture. Most people have an interest in UFOs in some way or another. The media has always covered UFOs. Government interest in UFOs isn't new. Government UFO whistleblowers aren't new. Scientific interest in UFOs isn't new. Predictions or promises of disclosure aren't new. Social media has simply amplified the interest, beliefs, and conspiracies that have always been there. Having said that, I do think we're either about to reach, or have already reached, the apex of this wild UFO roller coaster. Interest in UFOs is like anything else. The ebb and flow is constant. Activists work to increase interest and elevate the topic to where it's taken seriously by the government, the scientific community, and the general public, but the very efforts of activists derail any gain momentum when they demonstrate that they have no interest in science or objectively exploring UFOs, when alleged whistleblowers make unfounded and unprovable claims, and when government studies reach the same conclusion they've reached time and time again. It's a cycle that plays on repeat, and based on everything that's been happening the past few years, it wouldn't surprise me if we're on the brink of another nosedive in terms of UFOs being taken seriously. I really hope that doesn't happen, but that's where we're headed. Ultimately, the biggest hurdle for UFOs in terms of research, legitimacy, and stigma reduction is often we, the UFO research community. Our friends and family come to us with their UFO questions, the media looks to us for UFO information, the government uses people from the UFO community for subject matter expertise. But when we continue to offer established UFO lore as fact, when we treat the subject like a religion, and when we continue to present UFOs as some sort of singular phenomenon, well, we're doing UFO research a disservice and inadvertently contributing to the UFO stigma. 
We need to reframe UFO discourse to help better convey to both the general public and the UFO research community alike a more accurate view of UFOs. Public education is incredibly important and essential to create any substantial change to how UFOs have always been viewed. That's a tall order, and I don't think we'll ever see that. But we can hope. Public education and working to reframe UFO discourse is something I've developed a passion for, and it's where my research has taken me. It's not the sexy approach, and I know I've disappointed plenty of family, friends, colleagues, and fans by largely stepping away from the sensational stories and never-ending drama that makes up most of what comes out of the UFO community these days. But I do feel it's important. I think UFO research is important. And I kind of feel that one of the biggest things to come from all the hype from the UFO community in recent years is the unfortunate dumbing down of the topic. I don't think it's intentional. I just think it's unavoidable when unethical people foster an environment where people are encouraged to behave like a cult, where logic is frowned upon, where people's passionate desire for answers is taken advantage of, and where lore is perpetually presented as fact. Let's see what 2024 holds for us UFO weirdos. We're sure to see countless headlines, lots of government activity, the formation of new UFO groups, new UFO TV shows, movies, and documentaries, lots of UFO-related conferences, and, of course, more quote-unquote earth-shattering revelations pushed as the biggest news in human history. And I promise I won't always be such a huge wet blanket. Like I said earlier, UFOs are mysterious, sexy, and exciting. And we'll certainly try to focus on that this year. But one thing you can be sure of is that I'll always be honest with you. I have no horse in this race. I no longer make my living in the UFO industry. I'm completely independent, and I answer to no one. As I've already stated, my only agenda is a selfish one. And that's the truth. That, and improving public education on this topic. We won't always agree, and that's fine. That's expected. This is another public education moment. Very few people share all the same beliefs related to UFOs. That applies to UFO researchers as well. We are all different. We're all on our individual journeys, and that's part of what makes UFOs so much fun. But that, my friends, concludes our episode for today. I hope this episode wasn't too much of a bummer, and hey, I would genuinely love to hear from you. Let me know if there's a case or topic you'd like to have featured or addressed on a future episode, a general comment, or anything else. I'd love to hear it. I'm easy to reach. You can always contact me on the platform formerly known as Twitter at Acentric or shoot me an email at jason at rogueplanet.tv. I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out today. Join me again next time as we try to figure out together what the f*** is up with these UFOs. UFOs.